Hey friends, you're listening to OKY. I'm your host, Michael Grove. Today is November the 19th, and we are finishing up the next couple weeks of the Bible reading plan before we have concluded it. Right now, we are in the book of Hebrews. So join me today as we read Hebrews chapter 5. Every high priest is selected from among the people and is appointed to represent the people in matters related to God, to offer gifts and sacrifices for sins. He is able to deal gently with those who are ignorant and are going astray, since he himself is subject to weakness. This is why he has to offer sacrifices for his own sins, as well as for the sins of the people. And no one takes this honor on himself, but he receives it when called by God, just as Aaron was. In the same way, Christ did not take on himself the glory of becoming a high priest, but God said to him, You are my son. Today I have become your father. And he says in another place, You are a priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. During the days of Jesus' life on earth, he offered up prayers and petitions with fervent cries and tears to the one who could save him from death. And he was heard because of his reverent submission. Son though he was, he learned obedience from what he suffered and, once made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation for all who obey him, and was designated by God to be the high priest in the order of Melchizedek. We have much to say about this, but it is hard to make it clear to you because you no longer try to understand. In fact, though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you the elementary truths of God's word all over again. You need milk, not solid food. Anyone who lives on milk, being still an infant, is not acquainted with the teachings about righteousness. But solid food is for the mature, who, by constant use, have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. Hebrews chapter 6 Therefore, let us move beyond the elementary teachings about Christ and be taken forward to maturity, not laying again the foundation of repentance from acts that lead to death and of faith in God, instruction about cleansing rites, the laying on of hands, the resurrection of the dead, and eternal judgment. And God permitting, we will do so. It is impossible for those who have once been enlightened, who have tested the heavenly gift, who have shared in the Holy Spirit, who have tasted the goodness of the word of God, in the powers of the coming age, and who have fallen away, to be brought back to repentance. To their loss, they are crucifying the Son of God all over again and subjecting Him to public disgrace. Land that drinks in the rain often falling on it, and that produces a crop useful to those for whom it is farmed, receives the blessing of God. But land that produces thorns and thistles is worthless and is in danger of being cursed. In the end, it will be burned. Even though we speak like this, dear friends, we are convinced of better things in your case, the things that have to do with salvation. God is not unjust. He will not forget your work 
and the love you have shown him as you have helped his people and continue to help them. We want each of you to show the same diligence to the very end so that what you hope for may be fully realized. We do not want you to become lazy, but to imitate those who through faith and patience inherit what has been promised. When God made his promise to Abraham, since there was no one greater for him to swear by, he swore by himself, saying, I will surely bless you and give you many descendants. And so, after waiting patiently, Abraham received what was promised. People swear by someone greater than themselves, and the oath confirms what is said and puts an end to all argument. Because God wanted to make the unchanging nature of his purpose very clear to the heirs of what was promised, he confirmed it with an oath. God did this so that, by two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we who have fled to take hold of the hope set before us may be greatly encouraged. We have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. It enters the inner sanctuary behind the curtain, where our forerunner, Jesus, has entered on our behalf. He has become a high priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. This concludes the reading for today. Let me give you a quick thought before we end our time together. I just want to look at the end of chapter 5 for just one moment. Because the writer of Hebrews talks about the fact that he wishes they were mature. In fact, he says that by this time, you should be eating solid food. But instead, like an infant, you need milk. In other words, you need the starter pieces that are just beginning to nurture health into you. And so he's prodding them to say, to crave spiritual food. Solid food is for the mature who by constant use have trained themselves, he says. They have done the work to put themselves through training. And what is that training for? That they themselves may be able to distinguish good from evil. You see, we live in a world where good and evil have been mixed together. And only those willing to train themselves will ever know the difference. You see, I have given into things that I haven't been fully trained of. Simply because I haven't been trained of them. And you as well. You give in to things. You participate in things. You buy things. You even get into different groups for no other reason than an ignorance to what is good and evil, right and wrong. And if we don't train ourselves, if we're not willing to put in the work to grow, we will always be the people that is being talked about by the author here the type of people who need that spiritual milk. We don't want a message that is going to challenge us or cause us to really question what we believe and why we do what we do. We want that milk that says, just be who you are. No need to grow or change. Just let me nurture you. At a certain point in your life, you have to stop wanting to be nurtured. You have to stop and say, grow me. Grow me into who I'm supposed to be. Remove the things that I shouldn't be. And when you do that, you will actually have something more than just the spiritual milk. You will be able to have solid food that you can chew on and learn from and grow. 
So find the people and the resources around you that will help you grow. Read your Bible daily and allow God to speak to you through it. But whatever you do, find ways to grow closer to the Lord today so that who you become is somebody who has been built on solid food. That's all the time we have left for today. I love you and God bless. Oh, 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 oh,